Welcome to the Biblical Truth Podcast. I am Pastor Jimmy Fletcher with Mount Nebo Baptist Church here in Bell, Florida. Um, it has been a few uh, months, I guess, since I've had the opportunity to do uh, one of these podcasts. Uh, so I pray that uh, you've been doing well and uh, thank you for praying for me. I've been dealing with um, some often on illness uh that I go through every so often, it seems like. So that's why uh, the podcast has not been been up and running. But praise the Lord, I'm feeling a little bit better today. So we're, we're trying to get this going uh, back again. And really, this uh, podcast today is more or less going to be a part two to the podcast that I did concerning going out and, and sharing the gospel and the importance of it. Uh, lucky Today for you, we have Brother Gene Harris back with us again as a guest uh, to kind of give his insight on this particular topic. Brother Gene, it's good to have you today. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here, and I certainly appreciate the invitation to come back and talk about this exciting subject. Well, we're grateful that that you are here with us. Now, the last time we met, as I, as I told our uh, folks who were tuning in listening to this, uh, that this is a part two um, uh, session to that one that we did a while ago. And one of the things that I wanted to do, because the questions may get asked, you know, from a practical standpoint, how can we prepare as individuals, but also as a local church body, wherever that is, uh, prepare ourselves to actually go into the community in order to share the gospel? And so uh, I think that when we do prepare as a church body or we do prepare as an, just an individual person who's going to go out and share the gospel, that, that preparation for that matters. And so we just want to talk about some practical ways that, that we, can, we can do that. So, Brother Gene, I, I want to ask you a couple of questions okay. um, concerning you know, this going out. And, and some of these ways that I'm discussing – are things that we have done here at Mount Nebo Baptist Church, and uh, not saying that that because we do do this that that this is the way you should do it, but I believe that there are certain things from from a scriptural perspective that do apply to all of us that we should do uh, before we go out and and share the gospel. And so the the first thing I want to talk about is prayer, and and I believe, Brother Gene, that that prayer is. Uh, one of the most vital things that that we have just in general as a believer to communicate with with God. I mean, I, I think that it's like our oxygen. It's just as important as our oxygen. If if we're not praying, then then uh, we're failing. And so, concerning sharing the gospel, uh, I just want to give you this first question: Why is prayer before going out into the community vital when we share the gospel? That's a very good question in my mind. In my opinion, from what I've read and studied in the Bible there, that that it's it's actually critical that you use the word like oxygen. We're asking God to change people's hearts. We're asking for a supernatural event, a thing that we cannot do, changing somebody's heart, changing their eternal destination. And the the way that can be done is by the Holy Spirit working in those people's lives. And 
So if we pray over them and ask the Lord to prepare their hearts, prepare their minds, so that when they hear what you give us to say, what the Holy Spirit gives us to say, then preparation meets an opportunity and success can result by the people being changed by the Holy Spirit. So we're, we're, we're calling upon the Lord to do what only he can do and using us to go out and share what he's already done in preparation of people's hearts and lives. So I think it's vital, it's critical, it's urgent. All the, the um, things we can say about it, it's a must-do before we go out and share the gospel. I'm glad that, that uh, you said that this is a supernatural uh, thing um, in order to prepare, you know, not only our hearts, but the hearts of the ones that we're going to go right. and share the gospel with. Because uh, in thinking about that, I automatically think about Matthew 17. And I'm just going to read the, the scripture here, starting in verse 14 uh, down into uh, around 22. But it says, when they came to the crowd, a man came to Jesus, falling on his knees before him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and he is very ill, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, you unbelieving and perverted generation, how shall how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked him and the demon came out of him and the boy was cured at once. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, because of the littleness of your faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. But this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. And while they were gathering together in Galilee, Jesus said, the son of man is going to be delivered up into the hands of men and they will kill him and he will be raised on the third day. And they were deeply grieved. Now I share that scripture in relation to what you're saying. And and the way I want to relate that is, is, is here you have the disciples who uh, have an opportunity to do something, do something powerful um, in, on the basis of the work of the Lord. And this this guy brings his son, and they're unable to do it. And they're unable to do it, I believe, you know, in listening to the words of Jesus, because. They're they're trying to do it within their their own power. They're 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 trying to to cast out this demon in their own power. They're they're not relying upon God in His power in order to accomplish this amazing miracle. And so, you know, uh, that means that you know one of the things that Jesus says here is that you know this only comes uh, this kind does not go out except with prayer and fasting. I'm not so much focusing on the fasting part, but the praying part I, I do want want to focus on because I believe that prayer is is drawing on the power of the Lord in order to to work uh, through us and in the hearts of the people that that we're going to be coming in contact with. And one of the mistakes I think that we often make because in, in Matthew uh, 28, where we're talking about, you know, where Jesus talks about going out and sharing the gospel and making disciples uh, in, in, in regards to that is it seems so, it just seems like a simple command to go and, and make disciples, you know, sharing the gospel and teaching them all that, that uh, I have commanded you, he says. And that seems simple enough just to go and just share it. 
But what I, I have become convinced of, that as simple as that command seems, it's much deeper. And what I mean by that is, is that yes, that is a simple command, but we have to rely on the power of the Lord in order to go out and share the gospel uh, not only for us personally, but for the people that we're coming in contact with. And I think too often we just rely on our own power to come up with all of these great ideas to go and share the gospel. And really, the power is in the gospel and, and, and it's the work of the Lord. So we need him working behind everything that we do. And, uh, and so, you know, it doesn't matter if you do bloodstones, it doesn't matter about any of those things. There, there's no power in that. And that's not what draws people to salvation. We need the Lord to do that in and of himself. So when I've looked at this scripture and, and just thinking about what, what you're saying there, they, they were doing it in their own power. Jesus, you can't do it in your own power. This is of God. It's got to be of God. And so if we're going to go share, it's got to be of God. What, what, what's your thought on that, Brother Gene? Well, I have two thoughts that, that come to mind here. First of all, in Luke 6, 12, before Jesus called his disciples, he prayed all night. If Jesus has to pray to get the soil prepared, if you want to use that terminology, in the hearts of the disciples, Certainly, we have to call on the Lord in prayer, earnest prayer. And the second point that comes to my mind here is where the scripture tells us we have not because we ask not. Mm. We haven't prepared the soil. We haven't asked the Lord to prepare the hearts and the minds and the conditions of the people that we're going to be visiting and let the Holy Spirit have things ready so that when we get there sharing the gospel that the Holy Spirit is also giving us, then we, we're not going to be prepared. We will not have the success that's available because we haven't even availed ourselves of all the power that we have at our command or at our fingertips, not our commands, as we, if we're not prayed up with, with the people we're going to go see in the area we're going to go see. So I think it's critical that we pray and we ask the Lord to prepare soul, souls, prepare hearts and minds, so that when we get there, we're just carrying out the next step of what the Holy Spirit has already prepared in the hearts and minds of the people there. I've heard of an example where the Billy Graham crusade would not go, actually the Franklin Graham crusade would not go to an area because there was not enough basic prayer that had been done so that they didn't feel like the, the, the soil was prepared enough to, to bring the gospel there. And after another year's wait, the, the Franklin Graham crusade went forth in that area and it was very successful. But you know they know they have done these crusades for years. They know what's required. And so I think that's just another example that prayer is a, a basic foundation before we go out. It's a requirement. So th this is just one way, you know, that uh, that 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 maybe your church, uh, maybe you as an individual, can can prepare yourself in the area that you're going to is just simply by by praying uh, before you go. And I think that we've kind of hit some of this, but I, I want to ask it anyways as a way of a second question. Uh, but that is, what are ways we can pray over the areas that we are traveling through? Another very good question, or a very basic question, and, and I think there's several different uh, scenarios, and these certainly aren't all comprehensive, but 
we, we can do what's called prayer walking, or we can have uh, people drive by the area and pray. We've done it successfully here where we drive by an area, stopped, and had a season of prayer, and then move on to the next place that places or residents and pray over their over their situation there at their family. We can then have different groups of people praying. We can have uh, Sunday school classes praying. We can have a Wednesday night prayer session where we're specifically praying for a certain neighborhood or even with uh, people and names. We can have neighbors praying over the people's next door there. There's just almost a myriad of ways that we can have the soil being prepared so that when the gospel goes out, it's going to be successful because the hearts and minds are ready to receive that. Uh, I've heard of other other ways, you know, having a prayer calendar where you pray for certain people or certain residents at a certain time. You can have when people are visiting, knowing that the, these people are being visited, you have other people praying specifically for those people during that same period of time. It's uh, only our imagination holds us back from the things that we can do, being praying and preparing the soil there and asking the Holy Spirit to work in their lives. That's exactly right. And and one of the things like you highlighted uh, that, that maybe you, you want to do, uh, for those of you who are listening, that, that may be helpful for, for you. This is one of the things that I did. I kind of mapped out uh, a couple of different areas. And so I would take a group of two or three with, with myself and my vehicle on a Wednesday night. Um, we would dedicate that entire service to prayer. So we had people back here praying. And, and then I would take that group with me. And I already had a strate uh, strategic location uh, that I had already mapped out. And we would drive that particular road. And, and we would pray over all of the residences on on that road. Now, I'm, I'm saying that not to... I don't want to come off as, oh, look at what we did. We're uplifting ourselves or anything like that. These are just examples that I believe uh, helped us prepare for, for going out and, and sharing the gospel. So so every uh, Wednesday, because at one point in time, every Wednesday, that's all we did was dedicate our services to prayer. So before we actually went out, we spent times highlighting various uh, prayer areas to prepare our own hearts to prepare ourselves, and then we begin to focus on uh, the lost folks within the community, and then that's whenever we started going out street by street, this this small group with me, and just prayer driving, as Brother Gene called it. And so, you know, prayer walking is something you can do, especially if you live in a city somewhere. We obviously don't live um, in a city. We we are in a in a rural area. So it's a little bit harder to do the prayer walking. Now we do prayer walking over our Sunday school rooms, um, our youth rooms, actually the whole building here. We, we do prayer walking um, whenever we dedicate one service uh, on Wednesday night um, to, to, to pray because we don't do it every Wednesday now. So we strategically do that week by uh, certain times during the week on a Wednesday. And then while we're here praying, then we have groups that are actually sent out. We send one group at a time out over these areas that we have specifically prayed. So we don't go and send people out uh, into areas that we have not prayed over first. And so uh, that that's something that 
that, that we do. And so I think those are just small ways that, that you can find practical ways to pray. So you can do it within your church. You can do it at your home. Like Brother Gene said, mark it on your calendar. You can prayer drive. Um, and so those are just a few ways for you to do that. And, and I believe those things are vitally important. And just to give you an example of, of how important I believe it is, we, we've been out and there have been a few times that we have not seen any visible fruit from our visit. But there was one particular time we went out and a young man actually gave his life to Jesus. And we attribute that to the work of the Lord. And and he worked uh, to, to draw him unto salvation. And I believe that by praying and preparing hearts, God did what only he can do. And so that that's just why I believe that this is so important for us uh, really to focus on when we're going out and sharing the gospel. Um, Brother Gene, uh, in talking about being strategic, do you think it's important to be strategic uh, as far as a church body is concerned uh, regarding going out and sharing the gospel? I absolutely do. I think it's, it's critical that we focus on what would laser-like focus on the commission that we've been given, and that is to share the gospel, to tell people about Jesus and we need to keep the first, keep the main thing the main thing as a lot of people say there uh, that that saying is very well known and we we can do that just by keeping in mind what we're commissioned to do this is a commission this is a chat uh, uh, an order if you will to do that in fact I if you're giving me a mo- allow me a moment here I want to read a scripture from the Old Testament Jeremiah 8 uh, chapter 8 verse 20 says the harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. The harvest speaking there was a grain harvest. The summer is over. The time of harvesting, the grapes and the figs and the plums and the other fruit that's in the past. It's all over with. Winter is coming. And the only future is a bleak winter that's coming here. And I think that I equate that to the same future that faces people that do not have Jesus. The summer is over. The harvest is past. They, how many more opportunities do they have? I've read that a person typically, not anything hard and fast, but typically hears the gospel, has an encounter with the gospel 18 times before they become a believer. Now, we don't know that. We don't know in any specific case, but we know that if one of those rungs on that ladder is missing, they can't go to the next step. And by be carrying out the Great Commission, we can be carrying out building blocks, if you will, putting things in people's minds and hearts and in their lives so that when the Holy Spirit has got them to the right place, all the things are done, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, and the Holy Spirit can lead them into salvation. That's right. Uh, One of the other areas that that I feel, uh, too, just as maybe a local church body, as far as strategy, and, and just tell me if you agree with this, Brother Gene, um, of course, everybody needs to, to hear the gospel, but as far as, a, you know, with, within your, your area, if you're trying to reach the community in your area, then w- would you say that it's important in, to be strategic in um, the radius uh, of where you go in order to share, to share the gospel as far as that's concerned? Now, I, I'm going to preface this by saying it doesn't matter where a person ends up going to to church 
as long as it's a New Testament church. It's not about Mount Nebo, you know, getting people saved so that we can say, oh, we got a hundred and something people coming here. So if a person does become a Christian and they get plugged into another church in this community, that's a win. Um, but as far as, you know, a church trying to reach their community, do, do you think it's, it's, it's a smart strategic idea to, to, to know your radius, you know, around your church? Oh well, yeah, I think that's that's part of doing your homework, of getting prepared there, and also people like to be uh, together with like-minded people. And when we have a, if you want to call it a seed, where a family becomes a believers, starts attending church, then that's a radius to reach out from to reach other people. That birds of a feather do like to flock together there, and I think that areas, even little locations in a neighborhood can be known as those are believers that live in that area there. You can count on those people. They're good neighbors. They're good people. If you need anything, they're the people to call on. So, yeah, I think all of that goes together. All of that is a part of the picture of carrying out the Great Commission and helping others to find Jesus and do what we're supposed to do as fellow believers. And and I think that, that that's also something that's important with with helping uh, other people to to recognize that that when you do become a Christian that that God desires you to be plugged into His local church somewhere. And so one of the other things that we do is we've made up, you know, we not only share the gospel, we still give gospel tracts. We also have uh, doorknob hangers and stuff like that. That well, particularly the doorknob hanger that. Uh, was it has been made up and and it has all of our service times and things like that so that they know hey this church is located here near you and uh and and we'd like you to to come and join us if if possible so i think there are many things that you can do in being strategic in in preparing and in planning and every aspect that you do. So I don't know what is strategic for you in your particular area, for those of you who are listening, but I think that's where you just really have to be thoughtful in, in how, how can you prepare in all aspects in, in order to see someone that does come to Christ get plugged into either the church that you're at or a church somewhere um, that, that, that truly believes in, in Jesus. So I wholeheartedly believe being strategic within a radius of your church is important because I also do believe that, that most people uh, are going to be plugged in within a certain mile radius of a church. So that, that's just things to, to, to keep in mind whenever you go out and, uh, and are preparing to share. One, one last thing, Brother Gene, and then I'll make a few comments and then we'll close it down. Are there any other areas of preparation that you believe that, that, that we could take to prepare? I think the keeping it in the forefront of all of our minds that this is a great commission, that we can be consistent in our prayers about the outreach and about people, particularly when we hear or know or learn of someone, a specific person that uh, may be seeking, call it seeker-friendly person, to be praying for them, to keep keep in mind that the Holy Spirit is working in their lives we need to keep the Holy Spirit working in their lives and being intentional or strategic, as you talk talk about it, to work in people's lives. Because this is a this is a twenty four seven opportunity here to share and and a commission. 
to share with others there. So I think we have to keep it in the forefront of it. it is as we go, we're to be carrying out this great commission and to keep it in the forefront of our minds as we go. That's right. And and I'll say in just kind of uh, in, in the last few remarks, you know, I think that, you know, one of the things that we recently did here, a lady led um, a uh, free yard sale. Like everything that was donated was literally given away. So nothing was charged. There was nothing there. I mean, we had clothes, we had shoes, we had school supplies, everything. And, uh, and I believe that this kind of goes, can play into preparation and being strategic because what happens is, I mean, we, we served over 200 people that came into, you know, our family life center and we were able to serve them with, with stuff that they, that they needed, that they actually needed. And so what that does is in, in doing that and, and just simply showing love, that's a bridge to your community. That is a bridge to be able to connect and build relationships with people. So then when you do go out into the community, you may go to one of those houses right here in this radius around, you know, Mount Nebo or whatever church that you're at. And guess what? They're going to remember that this is the church that freely served me with no strings attached. And, um, and, and maybe these are people that have never stepped foot in a church, have never heard about Jesus. It's, it's hard to believe that, that there are people today live right here in this community and all over that have never heard about Jesus. You, you would have never thought that 50 years ago, but, but it is true today. So just those simple things are ways that, that you can prepare um, in, in getting ready to go out and, and to share the gospel within in your community. I do want to say this, though. Uh, in way uh, of preparation and prayer because I really feel like one of the main things that we have centered on is the issue of prayer. You cannot, listen to me loud and clear, you cannot allow people to discourage prayer in your life and in the life of your church because they don't see it as a necessary thing to spend time doing. Uh, you have to continue to fight the good fight. And this is one of the ways that you're going to fight this battle, particularly in sharing the gospel, is prayer. And so the issue is not prayer uh, for people. The issue is, is their heart. And you have to remember that. So, so when people say you're wasting your time praying, we don't need to do this. We need to be focused on other things and, and stuff like that. You have to, to forge through that and realize that the issue that that's being dealt with is not prayer. The issue is the heart of the person who doesn't see prayer as necessary or something that I can do at my dinner table whenever I'm about to eat a meal and I can just say a couple of quick things um, about lost people. No, we're talking about literally coming together and focusing on this. So, I mean, you're going to take up a service maybe at your church. You're going to take up, you know, an evening at your house if you're just gathering with other people to pray. Wherever that is, don't get discouraged if if uh, people are not participating or not willing to pray with you or see it as a waste of time. You keep doing it because when you look back at the scriptures that we read out of Matthew 17, 
you see what Jesus says. And if Jesus has said this is the way that it's that this happens, then we've got to see everything that we do as believers is a supernatural thing. And we need the Lord. And the way that we do that is, is just simply going to him in prayer, praying out of faith and, and trusting that, that his will is going to be done. And we need his power to do those things. So I, I want to say that to you because I think oftentimes, you know, uh, over the last, you know, probably 15 years, you know, uh, of being a Christian, I, I have seen this particular lifeline, uh, be just thrown around like, like it's really not necessary that we got to have this idea or we got to be doing this or that. And then there's really a discouragement against just simply praying. And, uh, friends, I, I want to tell you, this is the main avenue of preparation in all of you do. So your strategy, I believe comes from prayer what uh you know the way in which you see ways uh that that you can particularly pray i believe god's going to deal with you whenever you get involved in your community of how you can specifically pray over the areas that you are traveling in and so i think all of this is going to happen and ultimately i think all of you know the salvations and impact that you are going to have is because of your prayer time about this. And so I'm grateful uh, for the support that we have had here at Mount Nebo, you know, in in being willing to dedicate, you know, an entire service for, for several months. I mean, I don't even remember how many months it was. Do you, Brother Gene? No. But I was grateful several. for, yeah, I was just grateful for 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 just being able to dedicate us just one service to strictly pray and that was just a blessing and i believe that that prepared us to go out so uh brother gene you got any kind of closing comments or no but i would like to affirm your your all your words there about prayer and the necessity of it the criticalness of it and that we go forward on our knees and asking the holy spirit to do what only the holy spirit can do and that is to change hearts and change lives. And we do that by asking the Holy Spirit to do what He and only He can do. And we go forth being obedient to what the Scriptures have told us as what Brother Jimmy has already shared here. So uh, keep on keeping on. And it's a, it's an eternal battle that's being fought here for the souls of men and women. Thank you for having me again. Thank you. Yeah. And, and let, let me say this as I get ready to close it out. I also want to say, you know, maybe maybe it's not a church-wide thing that you're going out into your community. Maybe it's a family member. You know, you just specifically want to share the gospel with your family member, a friend, someone. And we're not just talking about corporately as a church body. We're talking about as individuals too. So I want to just make that clear. If you're going to share it with your family, you got to be prayed up, be ready, ask God to prepare their hearts. And so this applies to every avenue. So maybe you have, you know, that who's your one that, that you want to go and share with. Pray, 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 pray for, for to, you know, that God would give you the strategy to reach whoever or the community wherever that, that you are and, and drive through your community so that you know what specific things you can pray for as you prepare to go out into the community. And, and I believe God will, will, uh, you know, make that evident to you as you prepare this. So, uh, I want to thank you. Uh, for joining us today on the Biblical Truth Podcast. I want to thank Brother Gene again for joining us today. 
If you have any biblical-related questions, email me at biblicaltruth345 at gmail.com. I want to ask you to join us next time on the Biblical Truth Podcaster. Pray that I would stay well so that I could continue to have an opportunity to do these. And I want to challenge you as a believer to love God this week, love other people, and go out and share the gospel. And and my prayer is that you would see prayer as the main avenue of preparation for all you do in sharing the gospel. Again, I'm Pastor Jimmy Fletcher. Thank you for listening. God bless.